The Biden administration is waiving 26 federal laws to allow the border wall construction to continue in South Texas. We're going to talk about that today here on the left wing. I'm Desmond Price, host of the Independent Thought Podcast, joined by my co-host TJ Whitehead and our guests Kiki May and Blair Walsingham. This article is from The Hill. It's kind of like dives into a little bit to what we're going to be talking about here. The Biden administration announced last Wednesday that 26 federal laws were waived to allow the border wall construction in Texas. This is marking the administration's first use of executive power, often used by former President Trump to fund projects along the southern border. The waived laws will help expedite the construction of barriers and roads in Starr County, Texas, which is experiencing, quote, high illegal entry, according to the Department of Homeland Security. This was said in a statement posted to the U.S. Federal Registry. Quote, there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers and roads in the vicinity of the border of the United States in order to prevent unlawful entries into the U.S. This was according to DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkakis. Uh, he said in a statement, uh, some of the waived federal laws include the Clean Water Act, the Endangered Species Act, the Safe Water Drinking Act. This is all to prevent lengthy reviews and lawsuits challenging the violations of those laws. This is reported by the AP. Former President Trump, who we've had a lot of fun talking about this week, took to social media on Thursday morning saying that he will await Biden's apology. Quote, so interesting to watch crooked Joe Biden break every environmental law in the book to prove that I was right when I built 500 miles uh, of brand new beautiful border wall. As I've stated often over thousands of years, there are only two things that have consistently worked, wheels and walls. Will Joe Biden apologize to me and America for taking so long to get moving and allow our country to be flooded with 15 million immigrants from places unknown? I await his apology. TJ, real question here. Does Biden owe Trump an apology? And is it is he doing the right thing by constructing this border wall? I don't know if he owes him an apology, but when you read that, uh, he I guess he owes him a thank you for upgrading his nickname because he'd always been Sleepy Joe, but now he's Crooked <laughs> Joe. Now he's elevated him up from, you know, Sleepy to uh, being like, a, you know, because they got to go with the crime boss narrative with this. Oh, yeah. The border wall thing has always been fascinating to me, uh, you know, ever since, you know, Trump made it a big deal back when he ran uh, the first time. And because it's such a ridiculous concept to me it's it, it it's absurd like i uh trump's and trump's uh what he sold to the american people was this thousands long mile a uh, thousands of mile long wall across the southern border that would be you know logistically and legally impossible to build and people actually thought that was going to happen but they're and when he talked about building, you know, 500 miles of wall and everything, most of it wasn't, I, you guys know this, it wasn't new wall, it was just replacing walls that was already there, which I'm pretty sure is what's going on here, right? They're just replacing broken down uh, sections of the wall. And look, I, look I, I don't know the specific situation in that part of the country. Like if you're having like actual issues with, you know, uh, drug cartels or something like actually dangerous, okay, then, you know, a uh, walls on borders are not weird like they're everywhere so uh i just think that it's just kind of you know dodging the actual issue of 
you know, anti-immigrant sentiment. Even what Trump said, like with the, this has bothered me since, I, I can't tell you how long, when they say we have 15 million illegal immigrants here in the country, when like the vast majority of them are just people who have expired visas that who aren't sneaking mm -hmm. over the border. It's just, you know, it's just like, the anti-immigrant hatred that they that they keep uh, profiting off of, and it's that's the sad part to me. So no, he doesn't owe him an apology. I just uh, I just wish the cruelty would be you know would die down. TJ, you're so well rounded in that response. I I agree with everything you said. I, I think there's a layer to consider. Um, a lot of people aren't willing to say, hey, I don't know enough about this to have a strong opinion. They just have an opinion. Um, but there's there's some things to consider here. Are they using eminent domain? Is that going to affect local farmers and taxes? It's only a 17 mile strip. Uh, I read some environmentalists really concerned about blocking water to local animals in the area where Texas is already experiencing, you know, drought and things like that. So is Biden doing the right thing waiving these EPAs? You know, who's who's to say? There's a lot to weigh out there, you know, from an, an economic standpoint, from the immigration standpoint, from safety, from environmentalism, which, you know, I'm a, I used to be the vice chair of Sierra Club. I'm very environmentally driven um, and knowing what those impacts are and what an immediate need may be, right? I can't even tell tell you are they repairing the wall or are they building a new section for these 17 miles is their farmers there i don't really know um but what i do know is is kind of to tj's point is it's not really the the problem the problem is is our immigration style as a whole it's the way we're bringing immigrations in the process of renewing visas and getting them and the fact that we need judges we don't even have enough judges to go through the immigration cases it takes years and years and years and years my sorry doesn't <laughs> uh, my my uncle was was dating a woman for like 10 years she came here on a visa they were going to get married and after like 12 years of trying to renew her visa she went back to her country like they could mm -hmm. they ended ended their relationship of it. it was that complicated and she had been here you know 20 something years so i think it is a lot more complicated than saying oh these people are coming across the border and it's another fear-driven tactic um and there are real concerns you know in there as well but this is a band-aid not a solution yeah i think um you know, I, I agree that it's definitely like we need a policy solution and that there have been numerous studies that a wall does not do anything. It does not deter folks and that smugglers come and they will shut the, the wall open using whatever tools that they have. And then it drives people into the hands of smugglers. It increases the number of injury and deaths. Um, mm -hmm. And then Blair, to your point, you know, has very real environmental and wildlife repercussions, all that sort of stuff. And so instead of focusing on a border wall, we need to be focusing on our, you know, immigration policies, you know, our policies with Latin America in general, right? Um, but I also think like in this specific instance, you know, we're asking, you know, does Biden owe Trump an apology and like, did he do the right thing? There's also an aspect of, I don't know if he had had a choice, right? Because those funds were already, um, mm -hmm. you know, appropriated for this cause. I think the thing he did have a choice on, and I may not know enough, and I don't, and I don't quite understand this move on his part. Is like he didn't have to waive 
all of the like EPA policies and all like why is he fast tracking it? If he says it doesn't work, he literally said somebody asked him, you know, a reporter asked, does the border wall work? He said no, period. So if you don't <laughs> think it works, if you if you came out and said, I'm not going to construct another single brick piece, whatever, of the wall as part of your campaign promise, then why? I understand your hands are tied and you know you could be sued, basically. And it also hurts you politically, right? If you go against the will of Congress or something to consider there, right? So I understand your hands are tied and those funds were appropriated, but why are you fast tracking it? Fine, make sure every thorough environmental check and law and all that is done so we keep delaying it as long as we can. Like, I don't know what I'm missing there. And I think that's like my bigger question. So I don't know if y'all know anything about it, but it just seems wild to me. It is wild. It's, it's very <laughs> wild. Um, as a co-host here on a show called The Left Wing, I, I feel very, um, I feel a sense of responsibility to step away from what might be considered partisan brain rot. And I want to address this directly. Uh, Joe Biden is a liar. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I want to follow this up. Joe Biden, I voted for him in 2020. You know, full disclosure, I voted for him. In the primary, I voted for Bernie Sanders. That's where my politics are closer to, if that makes sense for everyone else. It is unconscionable to essentially do what he's doing. Yes, the funds were appropriated in 2019, so he had to send funding to the border roll. He had no control over that. That is controlled by Congress. That money was already there. He could not do anything about it. But waiving those laws was in complete control. He didn't have to do it. And like, okay, well, Desmond, maybe you're being a little too hard on this guy. Like, you know, this is just one thing. Like maybe he just, he was worried about court cases, so on and so forth. No, 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 no. Let, let's back up. First of all, when he was on the campaign trail, he said that when he came into office, mass deportations would stop under his watch. They would stop. They didn't stop. In fact, he deported more people in the first few months than Trump did when he got into office. More more people. And this was after he was, while he was vice president, he oversaw so many deportations, millions of deportations under the Obama administration. They were calling Barack Obama the deporter in chief. And this was mostly that, yeah. at the behest of Joe Biden, who was in charge mm -hmm. of doing that at the time. Mm -hmm. Now he gets into office and people were talking prior to him getting into office about like, hey, we got to do something about what's happening in the border. This is disgusting. What Trump is doing. There are kids in cages. We cannot be having this thing. Family separation can't be having that. President Biden stopped family separation. The cages still exist. They still exist. So it, it's, it is selective outrage, I think, on the part of the Democrats. A lot of times when it comes mm -hmm. to this, when it comes to immigration issues, you know, since Biden has got elected, you know, we saw what happened with Title 42 happening, you know, a few months ago. I, the policies that he, he replaced Title 42 with is almost the exact carbon copy of what Trump had in place when he was in office. The mm -hmm. immigration app that they have has so many problems that they refuse to fix, including like you have a hard time scanning your face if your face isn't white enough. It's just like problem after problem here. And as you know, as you were saying before, Blair, the main problem at the southern border is the fact that they don't have enough immigration judges on the border. So our asylum laws are in place. 
No mm -hmm. one is changing the asylum laws. People are coming here claiming asylum legally through ports of entry, which is how most people come into this country. They're not just crossing, you know, every which way. Some people are, but the majority aren't. Majority are coming here in a legal fashion. And then there are just not enough people to see them, which is why there are so many people in this country who have yet to see their court case and who are essentially here mm -hmm. illegally, as the Republicans also say. But especially it's a breakdown of the structure itself. Putting up a border wall is not going to fix that. It was never going to fix that. I mean, the cartels, where, the, where there are spots of wall, the cartels just have tunnels going underneath the walls. So, I mean, it's it was a vanity project. It was always doomed to fail. And I think that Biden, you know, he had Kamala Harris, you know, go down to, you know, Central American countries last year and the year prior and telling people like, hey, don't come here. Truthfully speaking, I think Democratic, you know, people who really cared about this, you know, fervently when Trump was in office, they have largely gone to sleep in the Biden administration while he's done mostly the exact same things that Trump did while he was in office. And it's disgraceful. Where's the media been about the treatment at the southern border while Biden's been in office? It's been non-existent. It's a damn shame all around. Shame on Biden. He's a liar. It's disgusting. <laughs> so it's funny, Desmond. That's I actually how you really have, feel. Yeah, <laughs> I have written down right here. The real issue is that Biden's border policies aren't radically different than Trump's. I was going to get to that. So for once, yeah. you stole my <laughs> point. Look at that. <laughs> I got gotcha. but, uh, but uh, so what's really uh, fascinating, what you said about how, yeah, Democrats uh, aren't nearly as critical on Biden as they should be, you know, no. when it comes to uh, immigration stuff. and. A lot of that is partisan, most of it probably. But another big part of it is that so Trump, Trump is not intelligent, you know, he's not insightful, you know, he's not thoughtful. Uh it's uh but one thing that he is is that he God has blessed him to be one of the best marketers I've ever seen. And uh you see that when you remember how he would always talk about how um, I'm I'm getting somewhere with this, trust me, uh, how about how black unemployment and Hispanic unemployment was the lowest it had ever been in American history. And you, you, you saw the chart and it had been, you know, going down every single year for the past like 10 years. And then it happened to bottom out when Trump was in there and he took all the credit for it. That was a great political move. It was the smart thing to do. Like, I would recommend he do that. But uh, and whenever the stock market would get really high, he was on TV all the time talking about how high the stock market was. Biden never does that. Like unemployment is 3.8% right now. How, yeah. how many times have you seen Biden on TV talking about how uh, low unemployment? It's a bullshit metric, we know. But I'm like, it does work for you know the, the cameras and everything. Now the same is true for the border. Trump was always talking about uh his you know draconian border policies and they were on tv all the time so yeah. it kind of bled through the american consciousness so you had to talk about it biden you know he he shoved kamala down there and said hey you you take care of this stuff and so and hides this stuff under the rug so i think that plays a big part in it too is that you just don't hear that much about it in the news mm -hmm. because biden you know isn't uh you know quite as you know braggadocious as donald trump and before I forget, this just came to my mind, uh, but uh, you mentioned that Trump was talking about, uh, what was it? Uh, there are two things that have worked all throughout human walls history, and wheels. wheels and walls. Yeah. I was like, are, is he just naming like simple machines? Like, you know, we also have <laughs> like, you know, inclines, pulleys, uh, screws, you Light know, bulbs. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, levers, like uh, these things have worked in history too. It was just a weird statement. I don't know. I hadn't heard that before, but it does fit, you know, hey, you use some alliteration, some flair and I'm going to remember it. Yeah. So sorry. Well, what do you think, uh, Kiki? 
Well, I was going to say that just reminded me of what was that occasion where he was like TV, camera, man. Oh, woman. yeah. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me but no, uh, TJ totally resonates um, the, the marketing piece of it. I think Republicans in general do a really great job of touting their wins, even if they aren't actually responsible for them. And Democrats, um, you know, are, again, are really bad at messaging, I think. And so when there are legitimate things that Biden could be out there celebrating or having folks speak out on his behalf, he doesn't. Um, the other thing I was just thinking about in, in trying to make sense of why you know he's expediting process and waiving all of these um environmental um you know laws and, and checks other than he's a big flat liar it's also that i'm wondering like what kind of pressure he's getting from you know democratic senators governors mayors whatever there's a there's been talk of you know how they're overwhelmed with um, you know, the immigrants that have been bused to various major cities and they don't have the resources and they don't have places to put them. You know, and I, I'm not well-versed enough to say whether that's an accurate portrayal of what's going on in those places, but I have read that certain you know, folks have been outspoken about that in the Democratic Party. So you know, is he doing it because it's politically expedient from that perspective? I think that may play a part that doesn't make it any less shitty, but I'm trying to like get inside his head to figure out what the political strategy piece here is. And that's the only thing that I can think of. Um, and again, just points to um, the level of distrust that we have cultivated with the American people, because it's like all of us absolutely laugh and nod when we say he made all these promises didn't keep any of them that's what happens on the campaign trail they just say whatever they're going to say and then part of it to blair's earlier point is that you can't hardly get anything done because there's all these ways that the other party can obstruct and then you know all of this red tape what have you but then it's also just they're never held to account for it when election cycle rolls around again it's let's rally around these you know very easy to digest messages to distract folks and the, the ball starts rolling again. So it's all completely, you know, disheartening. There's also probably a media propaganda piece in there, right? Why, what's in it for mainstream media to not be paying more close attention to this issue? Um, you know, they have lots of influence from political elites and corporate, you know, um, entities and the the folks that own them and all that sort of stuff. So it's a perfect storm of, um, things I think that contribute to the fact that we're not hearing as much about this as we should. Um, and Democrats aren't speaking up about it as much as they should, because to your earlier point, Desmond, it's not like um, an, an, uh, a sort of like firebrand thing, an election thing that we could cling on to and say, you know, um, that Trump doesn't care about kids in cages and stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not sitting at the Biden strategy table. It could be a way to try and allure, you know, some of the more moderate conservative voters like, hey, look, I'm doing sure. something about the border that you guys want so much. You know, it could be to appeal that. But again, I'm not I'm not at that table. But what I see is a lot of political theater. And 
and and no accountability right and and that's kind of what people are accustomed to to you know an earlier topic we went to is that that media bias and that clickbait and those headlines and so it could be like a strategy for for re-election but you know it's kind of hurting is his own party and people don't necessarily want to speak up that's that's a problem with the left right the right wing has been broken quite a bit too between kind of the extreme side trying to control the more moderates like you got like Mitt Romney right who's considered more of like a moderate he supports like the child tax credit and various direct cash programs um and he's basically like coming out of office now so you see people kind of leaving both of these parties more vocally now whether they're just not running for re-election or they're switching parties because they cannot have a different opinion other than these polar opposites that just keep people voting um so it just kind of seems like more of that is there there's not policy experts in there on this right it's like hey these funds were allotted this is something that was already allocated now i'm just gonna fast track it and move past all of these things that the left kind of believes in like environmentalism and human rights and just build this wall that already said doesn't even work and we've all seen videos of people like throwing ladders up or cutting through it or whatever i've seen a video just this past week on the main news of cars and trucks just going straight through um the checkpoint like there was nobody even like working there there's just like cars coming through um and so i think a lot of people again they're just like fearful of this and so it could be an appeal to try to like qualm that so like hey i'm doing something about it but there's no way to tell yeah i think um even if that's likely it's backfiring right because absolutely we already have (laughs) trump saying he owes me an apology we already have like trump's senior advisor saying this is just evidence that trump was right all along and we do need the border wall so it's a bad strategy Sorry, Desmond, go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just want to, I will close out this this conversation just by saying that um, as we've been talking this week about uh, third parties taking votes away from Democratic candidates and, you know, why people are upset with the country, you know, maybe if you're a Democrat and you know that your base is, really cares about human rights and treating people at the border with dignity and environmentalism, maybe the yeah. strategy of... Um, yeah, I'm going to just say screw all that and uh, brag about a border wall that I'm building. Isn't the best strategy for a Democrat running for president? Maybe it's just yep. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Blair, you <laughs> mentioned that uh, Send it on. You're, not at yeah. the, you're not at the Biden uh, you know, campaign uh, strategy meetings. I would pay a king's ransom to be at the Biden <laughs> campaign strategy meeting. He's like, listen, Jack, we're going to pretend that we're going to legalize marijuana. And it's like, that would be great. I would, I would love to see that. That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm.